The Bible Study Podcast, episode 480. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Proverbs with chapter 18. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with Proverbs. It's chapter 18 of the book, and we have 24 more Proverbs for you. An unfriendly person pursues selfish ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. If you think about it, it isn't really in the long run a good idea to start quarrels. It's a great way to break friendships. It's a great way to get people angry at you and to sabotage your business and all sorts of things. And yet an unfriendly person, if we are one of those people that doesn't think about relationships, doesn't think about putting people before stuff, people before what we want, we're going to pursue selfish gains and we're going to start quarrels because we just don't have that right perspective. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's so true. I'm not sure if you have been in that situation before. I'm hoping you won't find yourself there over the Thanksgiving dinner. So what should we do? So let's not just talk about what fools do and what we shouldn't do, but what should we do? I think partially it's even when you're sitting down with someone who disagrees with you. Let's say just hypothetically you voted for different people during the last election because there's a fair amount of disagreement in my country going on for that. We can just air our own opinions or we can be wise and listen and see if we can learn something. We don't have to agree with somebody else, but we might learn something about where they're coming from or where they're getting their information. When wickedness comes, so does contempt and with shame comes reproach. We're not supposed to have contempt for other people. We may disagree with them, but contempt is not what we're called to do. That is wickedness. The words of the mouth are deep waters, but the fountain of wisdom is a rushing stream. It's an interesting thing. Comparing the mouth and wisdom, it would be better if our wisdom were deeper than our mouth, or at least if there were more wisdom in what we say. Let's put it that way. The words of the mouth are deep waters. There's a whole lot that happens. There's a whole lot that the mouth can do for good or for evil. I would almost have expected it to be the other way around, that wisdom was deep and that the mouth was rushing. We've seen more Proverbs that were like that. But certainly we should put more wisdom in what we say. It is not good to be partial to the wicked and so deprive the innocent of justice. We think of partiality here. Think of that judge that judge who is not necessarily even taking bribes, but who is listening more carefully to the rich and powerful who got their riches and their power through wickedness. It's not good to be partial to the wicked and so deprive the innocent of justice. We are called, especially those who sit in judgment, to work towards justice. It's interesting. Did you notice how many times justice has come up in these verses? It certainly comes up with princes and judges and these sort of things, but this particular verse is not focused just on those people. We are all called to be instruments of justice, to be agents for justice. The lips of the fools bring them strife, and their mouths invite a beating. Oh, ouch. 
Yeah, it is very easy to get yourself in trouble through what you say, through get yourself in trouble in terms of arguments and get yourself in trouble in terms of just literally taking a beating. It is better to be thoughtful before words come out of our mouth. The mouths of the fools are their undoing and their lips are a snare to their very lives. We get a lot of things about what we say this week, and this is saying not only can you get a beating, but you can put your very life in danger because you don't think before you speak. How can we change ourselves? How can we change so that we think before we speak? Do we need to just literally count to ourselves, one, two, three, or something? Do we need we need to develop the habit of before we say something, does this advance the conversation? Does it bring wisdom? The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. We like gossip. We really do. And if you don't think that's true, just look and see what the newspapers are that are by the checkout line. We like gossip and we think gossip can be tasty, but it goes into our inmost parts. It becomes part of who we are. It changes who we are and not for the better. One who is slack in his work is a brother to one who destroys. It's saying if you're not doing your part, you're on the same path, you're in the same general vicinity as the person who is actively working against. The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. We talk about the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord symbolizes his power and authority. And that the power and authority of God, the name of the Lord, it can protect us in times of trouble. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine its walls too high to scale. When we are rich, when we have things, we can put our trust in things. We can put our trust in what we have accumulated. But I think this proverb is telling us that wall is not too high to scale. Don't store up your treasures on earth where moth and rust will destroy and thieves will come in and steal. Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Again, pride comes before a fall. We're going to see numerous ways of saying that in Proverbs. And that humility comes before honor. Think again of when Jesus said, those who humble themselves will be exalted. When you come into the banqueting hall, don't take the seat of honor and potentially be humiliated for being asked to leave it, but take a humble seat and therefore be raised up when you are asked to move to one with more honor. Humility comes before honor. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. Yeah, again, not just are we being foolish with what we say, but did we even hear what the conversation was about? Did we answer before we even listened to what the other person was saying? The human spirit can endure in sickness, but a crushed spirit, who can bear? It is a tragedy when someone's spirit is crushed. It is a tragedy when we lose hope. We are called to be instruments of hope. This was a tough week for a lot of people. About half the country, or slightly more than half of the U.S., had a tough week this week. However, wherever we were on that spectrum, we are called to be instruments of hope. 
the heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the ears of the wise seek it out. So the opposite of that one we had here about the person who is foolish and therefore speaking before listening, here's the heart of the discerning who is looking for wisdom, who is the ears of the discerning seek it out. We are always listening to learn more things. How is it you think about that? What is it you know about that? Can you tell me more about that? How did you come to that opinion? Where did you hear about that? The heart of the discerning, the ability to tell between right and wrong, is framed with, is formed by that listening and learning and constantly acquiring wisdom. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. This is just practical advice that says that we welcome people who bring us gifts. And if you're looking for a way into the presence of the great, think what you can offer. If you're looking for a relationship, think what you can give. If you're looking for a business relationship, think what you can do to help. In a lawsuit, the first to speak seems right until someone comes forward and cross-examines. A lot of things that we hear need that cross-examining. I think of the news sources that we have at this point. It's amazing as we get our news from social media, we're getting our news that is very biased and loses that cross-examining. We're hearing just the reinforcement of what we think, whether that be conservative or liberal or religious or secular or whatever it is, we're hearing only part of it. And we're losing that benefit that comes from hearing that other side. We had a benefit earlier when I grew up and we had a news media that was more in the middle and would bring us voices from the right and voices from the left. It is not to our benefit to only listen to the people we agree with. It doesn't make us more right. In fact, it makes us more likely to be wrong. Casting the lot settles disputes and keeps strong opponents apart. Remember, this is the tossing of dice in a religious, ritualistic way. But you could interpret this here as almost flipping a coin. Casting the lot settles disputes. At some point, it would be better off for us to flip a coin and decide who's right than to keep the dispute going. A brother wronged is more unyielding than a fortified city. Disputes are like the barred gates of a citadel. As we go into Thanksgiving, I'm thinking more and more of families and some of the dysfunctionalness that we have in our families that sometimes go back to those hurts, those go back to those places where we wronged someone we really haven't asked for forgiveness, we really haven't repented, we really haven't changed, and how that brings up those bars of the gates of a citadel, how it closes off those relationships, and what we need to do about it. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With a harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. Sounds good. Let's do that. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So now we're moved on from the tongue being just a place to taste the food before it goes down to the stomach again to what it is that we say. And as above, the tongue has the power of life and death. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. I'm coming up on a 35th anniversary, and I personally find a lot of wisdom in that saying. Now, I would say he who finds a good wife would be even more important, or a good husband. The poor plead for mercy, but the rich answer harshly. 
We are called to listen, remember, and partly what we're called to listen for is God's sense of justice. What do the poor need? Just because we've been given stuff doesn't mean we've been given it only for our benefit. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Let us be that kind of friend this week. Who in your life needs that kind of friend this week? Who's going through that rough patch? Who heard that terrible diagnosis? Who lost that close loved one? Who is worried about losing their job? Who has lost their job? Who needs your help to be that kind of friend this week? With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. God's Word will change our life. But sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.